Hello, and welcome to the Girl Tries Life podcast, where we give you tangible, actionable tips to help you lead your best life. My name is Victoria Smith, and I'm your host for today, day 19. You guys, we have three days left, including today, so you are almost there, and I am so proud of you for participating in this challenge. You are making a huge difference to your life, one little step, one little action item at a time. Some things are going to work for you, some things aren't, but it's all about like yesterday's episode talked about experimenting and find out what tools, tips, tricks work for you and make a big difference. So today is a big one. We're talking about work. Your working life is where you spend the majority of your time. So I want to talk about what to do if you feel like you're in the wrong job, what to do if you feel like you're not engaged in your job, what to do if you can't find a job. So like I say, it's a big topic. So without further ado, let's dive in. Now, no conversation about living your best life is complete without talking about the place that we spend the majority of our lives, working. The average person spends more time at their job than with their family, certainly than with their friends. If you don't enjoy what you're doing or how you're doing it, that is a huge contributing factor to your overall satisfaction with life. Now, I want to be clear, this is not an episode about picking up sticks and quitting your job. There are plenty of podcasts or blog posts like that. This is all about how you can improve what you've got, and if you're looking for something different, how to go about doing that in a productive way. So let's start with working with what you have. Gallup.com did a study of engagement in the North American workplace and found that only 32% of employees felt engaged at work. So let's rewind for a second and talk about what their definition of engagement is. I'm quoting the post here where it says, engaged employees are involved in, enthusiastic about, and committed to their work. End quote. I'll link to this post in the show notes. Additionally, the article talks about engaged employees having the opportunity to work to their strengths on a daily basis, enjoying workplace relationships, feeling empowered and or listened to, and having the opportunity for development in their role. To be honest, when I read that definition, 32% is actually higher than I expected the number to be, but there is still so much room for improvement. I, like Simon Sinek, want to live in a world where people are excited to go to work and they're engaged in the work that they do. So if you fall into this disengaged category, I want you to ask yourself why you feel that way. Is it that you dislike the type of work that you're doing, the amount, or is it a combination? Is it that you don't feel empowered or listened to? Are you struggling with your relationship with your manager? I want you to answer these questions as objectively as possible, and I know it's tough to leave the emotion out of it. Trust me. But it is so important to hone in on the specifics of what is bothering you, rather than feed into an overarching, I hate my job mentality. Next, I want you to really think about what you enjoy about your job. Notice that I'm not saying love here, but what are you content with, happy with, and what pieces do you like? Do you like the way your workday is structured, your hours, or the the location of your work? Do you like the view from your office, some of your coworkers, note, we rarely like them all, or is your salary allowing you to comfortably pay your bills? Do you like the overall mission of the organization? Now, I know that if you've been feeling disengaged for a while, finding the positives can be truly tough, but I'm going to challenge you to come up with at least three things that you actually like about your job. This exercise is more of an intense version of a pro-con list. What this exercise gives you is a clear understanding of what's working and what isn't. So before you drop the mic and quit your job, remember that to a significant extent, you are in control of your destiny. 
I know it doesn't always feel like that. I really do, but I wouldn't say it if I didn't believe it. Now, take your list of things that you like and identify ways that you can build them up. Do you enjoy working with your colleagues? Perhaps you can parlay that into a night out here or there or go for walks during the lunch hour. Social activity and exercise all in one. Hey, or maybe you can start to work on a group project together. Do you like a certain piece of work that you're doing? Talk to your supervisor about expanding it within your role. Are you struggling with engagement, but overall you believe in the work that the organization is doing? Write down that mission and tape it to your computer. So here's a little side note. I used to work in community investment for a Fortune 500 company. For those that don't know what community investment is, it basically means that I managed our charitable budget and worked with nonprofits on mutually beneficial partnerships. I loved working on these projects and meeting with organizations that were achieving real impact in our community. But that said, 50% of my job would end up being administrative tasks. I'd work on legal documents, I would deal with budgets, push paperwork through internal processes, put in check requests, courier things, you name it. That part, it was a lot less fun than going for a site visit to a nonprofit, but I would constantly remind myself that doing the administrative work was ultimately supporting the nonprofit to do their work. If I wasn't there pushing that paper, everything would stall. That knowledge got me through some really tricky days. So challenge yourself to find three things that you like and identify ways to make those a bigger part of your role. Now, onto the trickier part. What are the things that you don't like? There are certain things that truly are make or break. If you go back to your values, which we kind of talked about at the very beginning of this process, the what are your why, why do you do what you do? If you go back to your values, if you and the organization have a significant mismatch, that can be a really hard one to reconcile. If you believe in supporting the environment, but you're working for an organization that doesn't even have recycling bins, it's going to drive you mental. If you value transparency, but you feel that internally you can't have open, honest conversations, again, it's going to be a long-term struggle. In these kinds of scenarios, there is only so much that you can control and work on. If you don't feel like you're being listened to, reflect for a second and think about what you can do to change this. Maybe you have the ability to try communicating in a different way. Nobody is perfect. We get stuck in our ways. At a former job, we did these personality tests called e-colors. So in a nutshell, red meant you were action-oriented, yellow was more about being social and a team player, green was detail-oriented, and blue was empathic. I was a red over yellow, which meant that I liked to do things, get things done, I could be overly direct sometimes, but I was also a people person. I should say I am. I still am a red over yellow, or a yellow over red, depending on the day. What I am the least of is detail-oriented. This doesn't mean that I haven't had to manage extremely detailed projects and still excel at them, but it wasn't my natural tendency, so I knew I needed to focus and put systems in place in order to excel. Now, knowing I'm a red over yellow, I have to recognize that I can be overly direct. And when talking to someone who is, say, a blue-green, I have to think about how to communicate in a way that benefits both of us. I'm going to put that link to the test in the show notes. It's actually a free test that you can do. It's an eye-opener because it really helps you think about how to best work with others. Because the thing is, you can be saying something in a way that makes sense to you, but maybe your supervisor is a totally different set of colors to you, and they're not receiving it the way that you're intending for it to be, and vice versa. So it's so important to think about how you can restructure communication. So again, if you feel like you're not being heard, try experimenting with your communication method. Think about what type of communicator your boss is, 
How do they communicate? And how do you think they like to be communicated with? Because those are not always the same thing. Try and structure your conversations, your concerns, or your talks about development in a way in which they are most likely to hear you. And I bet you will see a big difference. So, okay, so you've got a few action items. You've got e-colors test. You've got three things about your job that you actually like, and then figure out specifically what it is you don't like about your job. So if you're, if you're kind of content with your job, your job's fine, but you're just not feeling engaged, there's some different things you can do as well. Again, I would say figure out what it is you really enjoy and figure out how you can expand that in your role. Talk to your supervisor. And honestly, I think I get that some bosses suck. I totally get that. Like we've all had that boss or that supervisor. But I do believe that if you go to your supervisor with a solution in mind, that makes their lives so much easier. So for example, maybe you can take on a volunteer project. One of the things that I found in my former job is that when an employee was doing an exit interview, the thing he found the most rewarding in his one year working with us was his volunteer experience. And I did that. I helped put that together and make it happen. So that's the thing. Part of what part of your working life will not always be X, Y, and Z. It's actually helpful for you to put build the team together. If you enjoy community, giving to the community and volunteerism, suggest this to your boss because it's also a form of team building. And I know so many supervisors that are a loss for what to do for team building activities. And if you can put this together for them, it'll be rewarding for you and it benefits them. So it's a win-win all around. And I guarantee you a group volunteering activity can make such a huge difference to your engagement as an individual and your engagement as a team. Another thing to consider if you're not feeling engaged is really looking at your professional development. If you have, if your organization has a budget for professional development, look at doing something different. Look at trying to stretch your wings and doing something a little bit out of your comfort zone, but something that interests you or something you've always wanted to try. Just make sure you can, you know, draw the line from A to B as to how it will benefit you and your role for your boss. And you can get really creative about that. That doesn't mean that just because you're an evaluation specialist that you have to do an evaluations kind of professional development. It could be public speaking uh, related to that. It could be building partnerships. It could be how to work better with people. It could be writing courses. It could be whatever. You just need to help draw that line and talk about how it will benefit the organization as a whole. And guys, let's remember that professional development doesn't have to happen in the workplace. You can take control of what you want to do and what you want to learn. If you're not feeling engaged, if you want to get into a different area, start doing your own work on that. You can do that in your own time. You can take a course. You can do some stuff online. You can find a mentor. If you know that you want to go in a different direction and this job is just a means to an end, put a lot of energy into where you want to go. But that's on you. That's control that you have to take in your own life. Now, what to do if you can't find work at all? And I know a lot of people are in this position right now. I understand how hard it is to look for a job. I do. I get it. And it can be so discouraging when you're not finding something. And maybe it's even that you're wanting to switch careers and you can't find the right role. There are two things I would suggest. Talk to people that are doing the kind of work that you want to be doing. And there's two elements to that. One is that you're 
learning the ins and outs of it. Maybe it's something you don't, you find out that you actually don't want to do. But the other thing is you're building up a network. I know people hate that word networking. I do as well. But people are happy to share. Now, you know, treat them to coffee. Like, I wouldn't ask, you know, ask for it for nothing. But, you know, be gracious of their time and energy and, you know, do some digging. Talk to people. The other thing I would really encourage is volunteerism. Now, that is not just because of that I work in the nonprofit industry, but skills-based volunteers, that is a huge thing you can do in terms of professional development. That can give you an in into a career that you are going to struggle to get formal experience in. Say you're wanting to make a little bit of a career change. Say you're wanting to go into graphic design. You've done the courses. Now you're applying for jobs, but nobody cares. Nobody wants to take you because you don't have experience under your belt. Volunteer. Volunteer for nonprofits. Do things for free. Build up your portfolio. Build up your resume. There are so many areas of work that you can do volunteerism in. It can be really geared towards communications and graphics, but I know people and, and marketing. And but I know people in IT that do volunteerism. I know, I know people that do project management or governance work or policy. There are so many different avenues that you can get experience in through volunteerism and be doing it for free. And you will that you can put that on your resume. You can put those re- those references in there and those people can maybe even connect you to the right person. So my two big things for if you are struggling to find the kind of work that you want to do because of and it's you're being limited either because of the economy or your experience or whatnot. I say talk to people and volunteer. In my experience, the people that I know that have done this and myself included, it's made a huge difference. Guys, those are my ta- <laughs> those are the takeaways today. It's a big topic. There's so much more we can talk about around work and we're going to actually have some really phenomenal uh, lessons that you're going to glean from these interviews with super inspirational women that are coming up. Now, again, today's challenge. Take your e-colors test. That goes for anyone. Now, if you are And then the second challenge is for people that are in jobs they're not enjoying or not engaged with. What are the things that objectively you don't enjoy about your job? What can you do to fix them? Think that through. And the other thing is, what are the things that you actually enjoy about your job? I want three things. And then I want you to figure out ways, brainstorm ways to make those a bigger part of your role. And as always, The only thing that's going to make a difference is action. Guys, you can think about everything all day long. You need to take action. But the beautiful thing about taking action is you have control over that. You. Not your employer. Not the economy. You. You have control over these elements. Show notes for today and all the links to those things will be found at www.girltrieslife.com forward slash podcast forward slash 1919. Thank you so much for joining me today, guys. I know it was a big topic. I appreciate your time. And I would love, as usual, if you would be able to leave a review or a star rating on iTunes. It makes a huge difference to help people find the blog and uh, help people find the podcast and the blog, I guess. And if you want to make sure that you don't miss any of the fabulous interviews that we've got coming up, make sure that you subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Okay, guys, take care. Have a fantastic day. And uh, I know you're going to do great at this challenge. Take care.